everyone, welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. I'm Lindsay, and today we're talking about phonological awareness. And I have my son E here to help us show what phonological awareness looks like. Can you say hello? Hello. I'm going to tell you two words and you tell me if they rhyme, okay? Cat, mat. Cat, mat. Because they both start with M. Now I'm going to say some sounds and I want you to put them together to make a word, okay? D A G. That's a tricky one. That is a tricky one. D A G. D A G. D A G. Gallium, gallium, <laughs> gallium, gallium, something, gallium. Okay. That's a, that, that's a hard one. Give me another different clue. Okay. Tell me the first sound in bus. What's the sound at the beginning of bus? B. <gasps> yeah. What's, what sound does B make? Ba. <laughs> What's the sound at the end of bed? Bed. Yeah, that's the sound at the beginning. What's the sound at the end of bed? What's the end? Bed. 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 B. <laughs> B starts in the beginning. See? B. Yeah, you're right. B. B. You're wrong. I'm wrong. <laughs> you're right and I'm wrong. Okay. Okay. Now we're going to talk to the creator of Kindergarten Kiosk. She's been a kindergarten teacher for more than 20 years. She has her master's degree in education, and she's passionate about developmentally appropriate practice. Oh, and she's my mom. Hey. Aloha. <laughs> Phonological awareness is playing with the sounds of language, right? Hi, Ray. <laughs> like pig Latin. Eshe. <laughs> I hey avle igpe avle. It hey is hey ave. I is hey ornfe avhe onophological cafe awareness fe. Okay, you just listened to E. Well, E is missing the very important phonemic awareness skills that a lot of people skip because lots of kids that are really smart immediately begin to be sight word readers or they catch the patterns in words that they can pick up visually. So is that just kids that are really smart or kids that are really visual? Visual. So not necessarily smart, just visual learners can... Visual learners, but usually when they're three years old, they're smart. <laughs> my kid is so smart. Like my grandchild. Like your grandchild who is so it's smart. brilliant. <laughs> okay. I tested him and I said, pig, what's that word? And he said, cat. <laughs> and that happens with lots of kids because in order to learn to be a great word reader and a multisyllabic word attacker, you have to start at the very beginning and learn the, the sequence of phonological awareness sequentially. So 
phonemic awareness is when did we understand about phonemic awareness because you told me you've talked to me before about how it used to be kind of an assumed skill it was assumed back you know they didn't have reading was not a science back then reading was basically um they figured out what worked like dick and jane and and um sight word reading basically it was sight word reading I know that I learned. Well, you how can to get a long way by... with sight word reading, right? You can. I learned how to read as a sight word reader. I didn't learn phonics till I went to college. Which is why you're and so passionate about it, isn't it? Because it is because I couldn't figure out words. If it was a word I didn't know, I couldn't. I didn't know what it was. I had to ask somebody, or well, I couldn't Google it because computers hadn't even been invented. <laughs> you could, I couldn't look it up in the dictionary. Because I <laughs> they didn't because I didn't know what those little speech marks meant, <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember that um, Leilani, a friend of mine, was pass had a book and she loved it and it when was, was called. This? When did this? This happen? was back when oh this was in the eighties. Okay, probably the late eighties. Okay, and she had a book and it was spelled. I couldn't figure it out. It was spelled like V. V I E U or something and K L R K L R V E U. I'm trying to figure out what what you <laughs> and, um, just spelled. I'm like, I didn't know what it meant at all. And everybody's like, Oh, I just love that book, Clearview, don't you? And I'm like, No, I haven't heard of it. And they're like, Well, that book you're holding. <laughs> and I'm like, K L E R V E U. I can't spells. hold those letters in my head. You're spelling it phonetically, <laughs> right? I'm like. I it's because write, you didn't have enough phonemic I awareness have to write as a down, child. Like, well, I have to write down what you're saying. Right? <laughs> and that's when I caught on. Hey, wait a minute. I don't know how to read. <laughs> because you couldn't I'm just decode a really great, this phonetically spelled book. Yeah, I'm a really great Dick and Jane sight word reader. And so um, anyway, the So did this come before or after you taught me how to read? I taught you how to read by sight words. I didn't know any better. <laughs> but luckily, we read lots of nursery rhymes and did all of the things that the mothers of the 50s did, um, you know, because I was a stay-at-home mom. So I had time to read your nursery rhymes and, re and sing lots of songs and do lots of poetry and all that natural stuff. And so you gained phonemic awareness skills naturally, like the children of, years gone by, <laughs> learned it. <laughs> but it still wasn't strategic because, um, you know, well, we didn't know you, you didn't un We didn't understand what was going on, right? We didn't understand. I remember in the, in the early 90s, we had on our kindergarten report card, we had rhyming as one of the skills on the report card. I remember sitting in a meeting of 14 kindergarten teachers and we said, Let's take that off the report card. Why do we care if a kid can rhyme? So all of us voted. Little did you know. <laughs> yeah, we all voted and we took it off the report card. One less thing to test, we were happy. And then um, the Consortium on Reading came about in the late 90s. I think it was around 96. And Marilyn Jager Adams was one of the people on the consortium. And it began to get really popular. And so in my district, we got the book bought for us by the 
curriculum person and she gave everybody that great big consortium on reading book Wait, and then we were how do you say out. this word consortium consortium <laughs> I, okay you got the <laughs> consortium how do you say it i see it consortium <laughs> like batteries how do you say batteries battery batteries <laughs> batteries tomatoes <laughs> are you the one who taught me speech okay, <laughs> Well, I learned how by the pioneers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you got this big book. So anyway, they did that, and we started meeting together as a district um, K-1 team. And so there was probably about 40 teachers, because, you know, it was a fairly decent-sized district. So there was 40 of us that started studying that book and doing book groups together and talking about it. And no one at all had ever heard the term phonemic awareness or phonological awareness, and no one knew what it was. And so, anyway, that's how it came about. And so it's really just developed over the last 15 years. <laughs> I don't feel like I've said anything worthwhile except for my pig Latin. <laughs> so you said kids in the past could pick this up from singing songs and reading hearing nursery rhymes songs and learning pig latin as little children and speaking double dutch so kids in the past were picking this up but they weren't picking it up strategically right no no so unless you had a mother like me that sang all of the nursery rhymes in pig latin <laughs> just to annoy <laughs> You weren't getting so, it. <laughs> strategic is always better. Otherwise, you don't know which holes mm -hmm. there are unless you strategically plan to teach phonemic awareness. Mm -hmm. For example, right now in our intervention groups that we have, I'm working at one, one of my groups are two little boys from another classroom. And their teacher told me, oh, I've been doing blending and segmenting activities for four months now and they're still not getting it. I don't understand why they're not getting it. And I said, well, let me work with them and I'll, I'll see what I can do. So I started working with them and did a blending activity with them and they had no clue, no clue at all. And they couldn't, of course, segment. Segmenting is harder blend. than blending. And yeah. And so I went backwards in the continuum. And so I did onset rhyme with them they couldn't do onset rhyme and so then I went backwards a little more and I did compound words with them such as I said foot ball what's that word and they couldn't put those two words mm -hmm. together and so I I told the teacher I said well the reason they're not blending and segmenting is because you've skipped several steps of the sequence and she said well what do you mean and I said well they couldn't do onset rhyme or um, compound words or they couldn't do initial sound um, deletion and she said well yeah but those are different skills and I and so I told her no they're not different skills they're 
the same skill components sequences building up to the important skill of blending and segmenting because blending and segmenting are kind of at the end of the at the end of the road in phonemic awareness aren't they they're some of the more difficult skills they right there's some of the more well there's a lot more sophisticated skills after that but before you can decode a cvc word those are the two that are at the end of that spectrum okay if you can blend and segment and of course know your letter sounds you can um, decode cvc words i think it's important to understand phonological awareness because otherwise you don't know how to diagnose problems like that where a kid is having trouble reading small words unless you know how to go backwards into phonological awareness you can't really tap into how to help that child maybe you should go over what the continuum is like phonological awareness starts with well i would need my book to make to, <laughs> to make, make sure, sure it's perfect. right <laughs> but it begins with word awareness so how many words are you saying like when you t say a sentence I see the dog that you're speaking individual words. You're not saying, mm -hmm. I see the dog that you're saying, I see that they know the they can dog. hear the divisions between the words. How early do you think kids mm -hmm. normally pick that up? Actually, that's not even the first thing. What's the first thing? Uh, kids, kids would pick that up very early because but it needs to be strategically taught at the beginning of kindergarten i have a couple lessons that i that i do with my kids and there are quite a few students who really do not know that they are individual words in a sentence well, and so what comes the before that is that hearing that, the sentence yeah before that is is listening to oh, sounds okay. so there's a lot of activities where you play um, two sounds together and then have them identify the two sounds and then you move to three sounds and have them identify the three sounds so like you want to have a bird a toilet flush that's always my favorite <laughs> a bird a toilet flush mm -hmm. and a clap and so then you tap the kids tell you what did you hear and then you hold up your finger as they tell you those three things and so you do a lot of activities at the beginning like that so that they are to their they're auditorily their ready, ready to listen to so when when parents yeah. are when parents have their babies and they're saying what sound does the cow make what sound does the cat make then they're practicing that skill of making sounds mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay so hearing sounds hearing words and then rhyming i'm thinking rhyming is next yeah, and, and rhyming... It all kind I of mean, comes you know, at the same time, right? These kind of go right? hand but... in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It all, they all kind of work simultaneously. <laughs> <laughs> they all kind of work simultaneously. <laughs> they all work... They all work... They all work together <laughs> at the same time. Uh-huh. <laughs> simultaneously. So at the same time as you're at the same time as you're doing, um, you know the the sound awareness and the word awareness, you you begin rhyming. But rhyming has its own sequence of its own. With rhyming, you begin by 
um, just letting them hear rhyming mm-hmm. words. Like Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. And so you do a lot of just hearing the sounds. And then you start saying, Jack and Jill went up the hill. And let them fill it in. Jill Hill. They rhyme. Yeah, so you do a lot of Mm -hmm. just telling kids that they rhyme. And then you do cat, hat. Do those sound the same? And then after that, then you move into rhyme um, production. And rhyme production is when they're able to tell you one word, like tell me a word that starts with, that rhymes with cat. And then you move into generation where they can go cat, hat, fat, sat, rat, bat, mm-hmm. lat, jat, mat. So all of that's going on in the rhyming sequence when the word awareness and the sound awareness is now moving. And then the next thing you would do after that is um, onset mm-hmm. rhyme where you say ka. Cat. What's that word? And (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh, you got it. Yay me. Uh, But but the precursor to that that is probably um, compound. Okay. Yeah, I know. You know, I don't even think of compound words as part of phonemic awareness. I've never. I I haven't heard that one. Mm -mm. Oh, well, you you do like football, and they. What is that word? Football. And then the next step in compound words is football. Take off the foot, what's left? Or ice cream. Take off the cream, mm-hmm. what's left? So that they can and start to take things apart activity. with a word that's a little easier mm-hmm. to take apart. That's naturally... With a word that makes sense yeah. because it... Makes sense because... Yeah, it makes sense because it's mm-hmm. words that they've heard. And so... You really do start with compound words. It seems easy for the kids who know it. I mean, who are more Mm -hmm. monologically aware. They get it very quickly. But then I have intervention kids and it's January. You're still trying to get them to take it apart. So Mm -hmm. compound words. Compound words. And then you move from compound words to onset rhyme. But before onset rhyme... Some kids need that a weird step that I'm going to call rhyme <laughs> onset <laughs> because some of the kids don't get ka at they get ka. Oh, so you're taking the vowel sound and putting it with the first sound instead of the last sounds. Exactly, and that has, has no name on the. It is called of, of the Kathy Crane. The Kathy Crane. Yes, I have had to invent it. <laughs> the phonological awareness Be- component. Be- yes, I have invented that one because um, it's so much easier for kids if the vowel sound is with the other one because it gives them mm. a better clue. Like cat mm-hmm. is easier for them than cat. Because you hear, is it because you hear more at the beginning? It's a bigger clump at the beginning that you only have to attach the last sound to. Where onset rhyme is a small clue and then a large clue. We'll say that's we'll say that's that's my scientific answer for why that works. You're welcome. <laughs> so, so after you've done a lot of that, then you move to uh, the next step, which I think a lot of people skip is you have to do because people want to jump right into blending and segmenting 
but a lot of people then skip the ending and the middle sound. You have to give kids a lot of experiences with those sounds or you get a lot of kids like um, one of my little girls that she misses the vowel sound every time when she's segmenting or now trying to write a CBC word. Her vowel sound is wrong every time because she needs more practice. She needs more practice just hearing with the middle, middle sound. sounds. So then after that, then it moves on to um, um, deletion and substitution and all those more advanced skills that builds up to word families. Deletion and substitution is where, deletion is where you take a sound off and you say what the remaining word is, right? Like, yeah, deletion. Take off the cut. Take off the cut. What's left? At. Yes. And insertion is where you take something off and put something else in. Yeah. So, right? cat, so. take off the ca, put on a fa. What word is it? Fat. <laughs> I win this game. <laughs> so, what E needs to do is you need to start just with the mm-hmm. whole continuum. Do the listening activities and then do the how many words in a sentence and then do compound words and then onset rhyme then beginning, middle, and ending sounds. Then next would be blending and then segmenting. Sounds good. And by then, he already knows all of his letter sounds, so it's going to be really easy for him to shift all of that knowledge into the written word. And it is, it's amazing how easy it is for kids that can do it auditorily first to shift into the written word. And how difficult it is for kids who have become sight word readers to shift, to, to shift into get the um, auditory piece and decoding words. Mm-hmm. It's twice as hard for those kids to do it. So if a kid is having reading difficulties, would you always check their phonemic awareness first? Phonological awareness always. first? Mm-hmm. I was talking to a third grade teacher and she was telling me about a little girl that couldn't read and so they were just having her play computer games at the back during Aww. reading time. Oh, I know, <laughs> it was terrifying. <laughs> and I said, I gave her the kindergarten um, phonemic awareness test that's in our assessment packet. <laughs> and I said, Give her this test and then um, come and show me her results. And she brought it in and she said, she can't do any of this. Hence the problem. She, you're expecting her to read the visual word with uh, her limited sight word knowledge. Well, if you don't build the phonological she, awareness, then the kid becomes fully dependent on sight words, right? And that can only, you can only mm-hmm. memorize so many sight words. Yeah, that's their only strategy. Well, thank you so much, Mom. Ouye, our way, alcome way. It was really annoying as a child to try to interpret what you were saying in Big Latin when you would just randomly do that all of a sudden. Well, that's it for us. We hope you visit us at kindergartenkiosk.com. We have some assessments there that will help you see where your children are at on the phonological awareness continuum and which skills they have and which skills they need to work on. And we hope this has been helpful to you. 
And thank you to bendsound.com for our music. Say goodbye, Mom. A guy. Bye. Okay, Ivy. Okay, Ivy, everyone, hey. <laughs>